Fuck everybody. This is trauma and trash. I'm Ashley. I'm Steve. And if you're wondering why we are always hysterically laughing in our intros, we'll never tell you. Nope. Just gonna just gonna keep that golden goodness to ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. So um, I think before we get started, I, I just we want to send love to everybody right now. Yeah, it's oof. It is <laughs> oof, but we send love to all of you. Um, Good luck. Happy Happy Pride. Keep fighting. Question mark. Um, uh, yes, it is technically the month of pride so woohoo Ooh, which ours got moved to october 3rd which incidentally is a very big day for anyone who is a fan of mean girls because on october 3rd he asked me what day it was it's october 3rd so the gays are going to absolutely love that but yes maybe it'll be like a themed parade you know, like when, when medieval fairs, they have their themed weekends. Oh, I hope the fair still happens. It should, because, I mean, plague. That's a very medieval thing. <gasps> the medieval fair, it'll be plague-themed. Yes. Get out your masks, folks. Yeah. Which apparently those aren't necessarily historically accurate, like real plague doctor masks. Oh. Look fucking creepy. And those are just the artistic kind that they were like in the 17. I don't know. I fell down a weird YouTube hole one night and now I am subscribed to a lovely um, clothing historian in New York. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) So there's that. I feel like you should send me that because I'd probably watch that. She's, She's great. Ooh, there's one where she tries and... Edwardian hair care regimen where basically you you've got your water, you put a raw egg into it, you mix it up, you get your hair wet, you get that all in there, and then you try to rinse it out in water that is cold enough to not cause the egg to scramble in your hair. I mean, so it's kind of like mayonnaise. Kind of. But more disgusting. Yeah, she was still finding chunks a little while later. You should try it. Nope. (laughs) That is a hard path. My hair is so fucking long right now. (laughs) I've got my, I've got trashy lady roots. (laughs) Yes. I've got a whole thing going on. So I told Steve um, prior to recording that I had a story to tell him. So I'm going to Share it with all of you. Yay. Yeah. Right after. Please welcome to the stage, Trashy Lady Roots. Here she is, guys. So Tyler, my dear sweet husband, had yesterday off. And I made a very big point that I was like, I want to go get coffee. I want to walk mm-hmm. around town. We live in Germany. Mm-hmm. Plugged in the location in my phone. And I started driving. We get into town. Everything's going fine. Now we have to find parking. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that became an issue. (laughs) Why? Well, we turned down this road. 
which I then promptly had to make like a weird U-turn because I, I passed the area and I was driving towards a, uh, a, a place where people, you can't drive down. It's just where people walk. So okay. I, had to, I had to turn around and I was like, no big deal. This is, this is fine. And so I get into the line to go into this like parking garage area thing. Oh, okay. There's two people in front of me. The one lady can't get the thing to go up. Mm-hmm. The lady behind her is honking and then starts yelling and then Remember gets out of her car. Us in the parking lot of the Andy Warhol Museum and we basically had to jailbreak ourselves out of there. Yeah, we had to forcibly remove it up. It was a good time. That was so good. I remember that very fondly. (laughs) Unfortunately for this woman, that was not the situation. The lady behind her is yelling. She gets out of her car. She goes up to her, starts yelling. And I was like, oh my God, here to find out you needed a, like a parking card to get into this parking garage and to get out of it. This lady didn't have one. Neither did we. Well, at least you found out before you found yourselves in the same predicament. Well, so then <laughs> I had to turn around, Steve. Mm-hmm. I, there was a place to kind of turn around. So I pull in and it's a very tight spot. And uh-huh. I'm trying not to hit the trash cans that are behind me. You know what was in front of me? What? Large rocks. <laughs> you know what I hit? large fucking rocks (laughs) so i book it out of there okay now we're we're trying to find another parking space it's like tyler plug in the directions to the mall Mm -hmm. so i see the mall i was like great we're gonna go down this road we're gonna find the parking garage we're gonna park in the mall easy peasy Mm -hmm. i turn down the road you know what's (laughs) coming towards me a bus a public city bus uh there's people walking on the street as well casually looking at me there's an old lady who like very lethargically puts her arm into the air and waves like in a don't come down this way and i'm panicking because there's nowhere else to go there is nowhere to go it is me and the slow moving city bus So in my panic, I decide, what's a good idea? Back up. Just back up. That seems like not, in fact, a good idea. Well, I did it. (laughs) I did it. And then we proceeded to find a parking garage. And I panic parked. I have a new, very large scrape on my vehicle. (laughs) It was a day. Is it character? Uh, I mean, t- let's, okay, I'm not going to lie. It already had a dent over on that edge, so it just kind of like blended in. Um, the, the moral of the story is if you do live in a foreign country, maybe just don't drive. Yeah, because I, I remember hearing from my friends Dustin and Brett the last time they went over to Europe and they were... I think more towards the Austria end of things and trying to get a very large rental car down very tiny medieval streets and hating every second of it. Yeah, it it was mildly so, traumatic. Yes. Yeah, 
Vespas. Vespas sound the way to go. Oh, yeah. Well, turns out the road that I went down that had the bus, it was a bus road. Oh. Oh, okay. And you could you like you couldn't tell it was a bus road unless you were going down the bus road. Oh. So fuck that noise. <laughs> Speaking of noises to fuck. It sounds like they're not big on traffic signage in Germany. Just putting that out there. Like super bizarre traffic signs and like hard to see stop signs. It's but speaking of things well, that are weird and uncomfortable, we watched Come to Daddy. Yes, we did, which honestly, I'd have to say this is probably the most normal of movies we have seen thus far in our developing canon. Yes, yes. I'm going to be completely honest. After I watched it, I was like, mm, I should tell you to watch something else. <laughs> I was like no this you are right this is a nice little palate cleanser yeah <laughs> yeah it's a nice Although, little yeah oddly enough like the first half of it before it really turns i was like okay and then it did turn and i was super into it and i went wow that says something when this kind of situation I am perfectly comfortable with, but ooh, possible jump scares in a dead body before. Eh, no. See, I saw the, okay, I didn't see the exact plot twist. Like I knew it was mm-hmm. happening. I just thought it was happening in a different way. Same. Okay. Same. Okay. Because the entire time I was like, that corpse is not dead. Oh, see, I didn't think. Well, okay, I guess we'll talk about it. So, Steve, go ahead. Why don't you get us started with Come to Daddy? All right, so this is a movie that was produced by and features Elijah Wood. <laughs> Which you have thoughts and feelings. <laughs> would, you, would, you, um, would you like to tell everybody your thoughts and feelings on not only Elijah, Elijah, Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe? So, yes, so the last time we were discussing that sadly made it onto the editing floor, or maybe we weren't recording yet, who knows? I, and I want to say, like, I've seen this written down somewhere before as a suggestion, but basically, because you know how Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe are, like, kind of weird-ass doppelgangers. Mm-hmm. So, have some kind of a movie where you have Elijah Wood playing real-life Daniel Radcliffe, Daniel Radcliffe playing real-life Elijah Wood, and just romance develops. <laughs> See, I'm not necessarily opposed to this. There's so much about it that just makes my skin kind of crawl. To each their own, I suppose? Because, listen, I like Elijah Wood. I like Daniel Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. The idea of them playing one another just, like, it creeps me out (laughs) and i like i can't tell you why (laughs) it's just something and elijah wood again i like elijah wood but i think he might be made out of play-doh i can see that like he doesn't get in the rain because he will melt And there's just there's just something like so uncanny valley about this thought of them two like mm, 
just a ghost moment throwing some pottery. They're just going to like wide-eyed stare at each other. I think that's the problem. They're just going to like <laughs> wide-eyed stare at one another, kind of making cooing noises. <laughs> and like, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> Awkwardly nibbling on corn dogs whilst they do without breaking the eye contact. It's going to get real uncomfortable. It it is. There's going to be a lot of like weird like face touching. Uh-huh. I hate my face being touched. <laughs> <laughs> Just a lot of like a lot of weird soft touches. <laughs> I'm definitely going to have nightmares tonight. <laughs> They go on adventures. One has a terminal disease, but you don't find out to the end of the movie which one it is. Or if they were even telling the truth about it. Oh, it's Elijah Wood. <laughs> he definitely has a terminal disease. On Wii. Dan Radcliffe Elijah Wood, or <laughs> Elijah Wood is Dan Radcliffe? <laughs> like you said, we're never gonna know. <laughs> And halfway through the movie, they can switch and they start playing themselves. But as the other person played them. Uh, Guys, it has been a while since any of us have had (laughs) decent, (laughs) substantive human interaction. You may be thinking, this sounds a bit like kind of a cry for help. And it, it is. It is. Oh, God, is it a cry for help? This honestly just seems like a normal conversation. Oh, that's the name of the movie. A normal. (laughs) Okay, but if it's called a cry for help, then Daniel Radcliffe playing Elijah Wood kidnaps Elijah Wood playing Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then that Stockholm Syndrome sets in. Sets in hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I take it back. You're right. What is human contact? Oh, except now I've got this beautiful mental picture of there in some kind of cabin in the middle of the nowhere. Rather like this movie that we are eventually going to discuss. <laughs> and it's one it's like one of those rental cabins so it's got like family movies there and they decide hey why not just for funsies we'll watch beauty and the beast and then it turns into them recreating the ball scene okay now you got me all right (laughs) like with the dan radcliffe elijah wood like finding a caftan or something to wear for the yellow dress and they just start around but it's not actual beauty the beast music because disney definitely will not sanction this but it's some kind of like picky hipster thing that they can still dance around to okay see now you're starting to speak my language (laughs) before things get fun in a hot tub but yeah (laughs) hot tub see now now listen if we're going down this avenue it has to be a like a leech infested pond yes because the blobbiness of a leech kind of goes with the theme of Elisha Wood made out of Play-Doh. <laughs> oh, and then they can remove them from each other. But like in a really sensual way. Oh, yes. So it kind of goes back to the soft touches. 
<laughs> sensual leeching. Because, <laughs> because that's what I want. And, you know, when I get leeched, I just, I really love a good, like, sensual leeching. Oh, yeah. Could you put that leech on my kneecap? <sighs> just, I just love it when it gets so full. <laughs> Guys, you don't know how many like empty spaces I take out when I edit because like Steve Steve audibly laughs. I just like wheeze off in the distance. It's fine. I wheeze and I just like start sobbing. (laughs) So you might not hear it, but trust me, I'm also insane. (laughs) Oh my God. All right. Oh. oh, come to Jesus, come to daddy. There we go. Huzzah. So. <laughs> oh my God. What if that, can we remake this movie, but it's about Jesus and God? Oh, which one's which? Anyways, come to daddy. Steve, how does our movie start? Oh. All right, it starts off, you've got Elijah Wood getting off of a bus in the middle of seemingly nowhere, wearing a stupid hat and a rather dumb porn stash. Um, Also, what the fuck was that haircut? Elijah Wood is like, okay, well, it's two things. He is like full hipster in this movie, like full like Mm -hmm. goth hipster. But also, if anybody watches um, Schitt's Creek, he dresses like Dan Levy's character. Yes. Also, Narvel. What the hell kind of a name is that? Is that what they were calling him? Yeah, Narvel. Yeah, but and he has he had a hipster bowl cut, so like calling mm. him Narvel was not okay. No. But, so he gets off the bus, he's got a suitcase, he tromps down through the woods to comes out to a house that's delightful at first blush, honestly. It is, it is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I would fully vacation at that house. Sounds the murder dungeon, but we'll get to that later. Mm. So, he gets there, he knocks on the door, next scene, and apparently he's going there to meet his father, which I wrote down, what in the Willem Dafoe? <laughs> so I was like, okay, creepy dad's creepy. And... There's also awkward backlighting in the scene, which Elijah would backlight you realize he has a really pronounced skull. So, and apparently they have not seen each other in years and years, but the dad had written a letter to his son to be like, hey, come up and meet me out here in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Okay. And it's beautiful. I think it was filmed in New Zealand. So just like fun side note. Nice. Yeah, it it did look lovely. It Mm -hmm. really did. But yeah, creepy dad's creepy. And then he's like, oh, let's get you unpacked. And so Narvel is, I'm sorry, I can't get over what a dumb name that is. It's not good. Yeah, but he's unpacking. Creepy dad pops up behind him. Hey, let's take a selfie. So they go out onto Elijah. I'm just going to call him Elijah Wood. I yeah, can't just, yeah. Elijah Wood pulls out this phone that he's like, oh, careful with that. There's only like 20 of them in the world. It's real gold. It was designed by Lord. So 
somebody thinks he's something. Dad doesn't like the angle of the picture being taken, so he grabs the phone, starting all of the, no, don't stop it. And then Dad snaps the photo and promptly drops the phone over the edge, onto the rocks, into the ocean below. Right into the water. And, like, Dad creepy is he... He looks like a trucker, but like a trucker with a tan on vacation. Yeah. Again, slightly Willem Dafoe-ish vibes. Kinda. And you can tell, like, something is just off. Like, he's kind of talking to his son, but not really. Yeah. And the minute that phone went over, I was like, oh, he's fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it goes immediately from there into meat chopping. So they're getting dinner ready, chatting back and forth, lots of close-ups on the meat. I yay foreshadowing because I figured, okay, Nerful is going to end up dead somehow. Mm. And so he's talking about, oh, blah, blah, blah. You find out Nerful apparently lives with his mother right now. He's like, oh, how do you feel about that? He's like, oh, it's, it's fine, I guess. Oh, do you sleep with her? What? Do you sleep in the same bed? It's like, what in the... Ah. Yeah, and, it's, and again, it's like, it's super uncomfortable. And then they finally sit down for dinner. Mm-hmm. And like, there's this whole awkward conversation about like, Elijah Like Elijah tried to like, kill himself. Um, and he like, he shows the scar on his wrist. And then he's like, no, like, I don't want any wine. I'm an alcoholic. And then dad makes this very obvious point to pour this, oh, like an overpour in a wine glass. And he's like, does this make you jealous? <laughs> I was like, great. Someone's poking the alcoholism bear. That's going to go well. Yeah. So after that, they're sitting around there talking about themselves. Elijah's talking about himself and seems just like a huge dick and says like, oh, I know Elton John and blah, 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 blah. And the dad's like, oh, well, I was his limo driver for 10 years. Here, let's call him up. This is going to be crazy. Until he finally basically bullies Elijah into going, no, I don't know Elton John. He was like, well, knew you were full of shit. Glad we've established that. And I honestly, at that point, I put down, Kind of rooting for the dad at this point. <laughs> okay, see, okay. Now, see, I was thinking from a point like, okay, yeah, Elijah Wood is like obviously like really pretentious, and yeah, you know, he's trying to fluff off his feathers because he ha- he hasn't seen his dad since he was five years old. Mm-hmm. You know, and now he's like in his his mid thirties, and so I was like, oh, he's kind of being a pretentious asshole. But it's like, well, I don't know. Like, what are you supposed to do if you've never? You don't. You basically don't know your other parent. You know, just like make yourself seem as cool as fucking possible, and like you never needed them. I guess you know. I guess. Yeah. So you see, just more failed attempts at father-son bonding. Like he's like, hey. So Elijah asks him. So why did you write this letter asking me up here? Because it's clear that you don't want me around. He's like. I gotta go take a crap, and then let's take a swim. I kind of felt like he implied, like, I need to go take a shit, so let's go out into the ocean and take a swim. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's immediately where my mind went. I was like, okay, okay. 
I mean, I've peed in the ocean while swimming, but taking a dump just seems like a bit far. I mean, technically piss is sterile. Yeah, and like, if you did crap in the ocean, what are you going to do? Hope a piece of kelp floats by to wipe with? Ugh. And hope it's not a jellyfish? <laughs> yeah. Fuck up. So yeah, so they're in their bathing suits, and Elijah is the first one to get out in the water, and he's like enjoying himself, and then like, this massive rock just all of a sudden like plops out of the sky. And so then Elisha comes back up from the water and he's looking and his dad's not in the water. He's just standing there staring at him. So it's like, oh shit, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Like the, the buildup, because you know something wrong is going to happen. You just don't know what at this point. Yeah, like something definitely feels off. Something doesn't feel right, for sure. So then they finally get into an, and all I wrote down was, well, that heart to heart went well. It did not, dear listener, actually go well. But I forget what the actual back and forth of it was. Basically, Elijah Wood gets into an argument with his dad. His dad's like, you know, ah! The dad calls him a rat fucker. Says he puts rats up his vagina. Which, I'm like, that is very descriptive. And where did that come from? Yeah, and he says something to like uh, yeah. He so he's doing like this instigation, and he then he says something about like I I kicked a man's ear off in a fight. Yeah, and then it just kind of cuts, and and Elijah Woods in bed now, but he can't sleep. Is that what happens okay. next? I may have missed something in my notes. I think I went ahead there. Yeah, I went ahead to the oh, but yeah, you get. <laughs> You get bits and pieces where he's in bed, he hears his dad talking to someone, he kind of goes out to investigate, or no, because he'd gone to get a glass of water. Mm-hmm. And then he hears his dad, and he's like, maybe I should listen to this? Nope, should, shouldn't be listening, shouldn't be listening, run back in the room, close it, make it look like I'm asleep. The dad comes in just to look at him, closes the door. <clears throat> yeah, so it's it's like, okay, there's definitely something going on like is there something going on is dad like unwell what's happening mm-hmm. yeah so then we get to the argument where he's like okay why did you bring me up here and the dad's just like i don't want to talk about it drop it and he's like no i will not fucking drop it now is when the dad tells him that he sticks rats in his vagina yeah and so the fight gets bigger and bigger and and dad's drunk so he Elijah was just like, what the fuck? So dad kind of storms out and all of a sudden he comes back in. He has a fucking meat cleaver in his hand. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay. This is where it gets good. Shit, here we go. And he comes after Elijah. He tries to... You don't really stab someone with a cleaver. You more just like chop or... He come, tries to cleaver him. Yeah. But as he's got him, he basically seizes up, keels over backwards... He's dead. He had a fucking heart attack. Yeah. Which, I was like, yeah, okay, so Elijah thinks he's dead. I don't trust that. Like, Because at this point, I was going, this dad has been weird enough and played enough mind games that I'm like, I think this is another kind of test thing, or something's got to be going on. He can't be dead. Oh, okay. So that, was, that was me. So he calls, he calls his mom, She's like, okay, I'll be up there by Friday. Yeah. 
we don't know how far away that is. So then he calls the coroner, the cop comes, the cop is like, the cop doesn't seem to believe what Elijah's telling him. So he's like busting his balls over, oh yeah, is that really the truth? I need to hear you say that's the truth of what happened. And he's like, yeah, I promise that's what happened. And the guy's like, you know what? I believe you because you don't have raisin eyes. And he's like, what? But then he goes on this theory, like, good people have good eyes, whereas bad people have raisin eyes. And then he goes and he looks at dad's dead body and he's like, he has raisin eyes. Hmm. And then he leaves. That's great. Well, first he's like, hey, I can burp on command to cheer you up. Burp. Oh, is that what he said? I believe so. I missed that whole thing burp makes that make sense but yes so basically the cop's weird i'm like okay that's gonna then the coroner comes along and she's talking about oh well we've got a storage situation so i'm gonna take him down drain him but then i'm gonna bring him back here like oh the coroner's gonna bring the body back seems like a setup the coroner's in on it the whole town's in on something's got to be happening also she comments on elijah wood's eyes which i was like is this a okay, this is apparently a thing now. It's been done twice, and even Elijah Wood comments, yeah, the cop said something about him too. So, who knows? See, see, you went for, like, town conspiracy. I Mm. willingly accepted how weird all of these people were. That tracks. Eh, no. The coroner goes to... Takes the dad away, Elijah Wood's there, sitting on his own, but then he hears something, and he's like, wait, what was that? And then sees this, like, plastic bag floating towards him. So, like, that's nice and creepy. It's got a tiger on it, and it's a thank you bag, so. Smacks him in the face. And after that, the coroner brings the body back, tells Elijah Wood to talk to the corpse, and I'm like, okay, it's, it's still not dead. She's trying to get him in the room with the corpse, and he's just gonna bust out of the bag and be like, Okay, see, again, this is what Steve thought, whereas the coroner was like, listen, sometimes it helps. This is what helps when my husband died. Like, just give it a try. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, of course. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. Which did fair, I guess. Then she asks him, are you going to be okay here? And I'm like, no, get out. Set up, get out. So he sets the dad up in the dad's room. It's night, he's trying to sleep in his room, but he starts hearing noises, like scraping or or clanging or something being moved. And I'm like, okay, don't investigate, just barricade into the, oh, he's alive the next day. Okay, well, that's that's fine. And this is the point where he, so then the the next day happens and um, he he ends up getting drunk. Long story short, he ends up drinking mm-hmm. um and yeah. he ends up calling the coroner and the coroner's like you this is so unprofessional no i'm not going to come over and fuck you or sleep next to you i'm not going to do either one so she hangs up on him and yeah. he's just he's distraught so he ends up going into the his dad's room um and uh does he unzip the bag uh, yes he unzips the bag so he's there like talking to his dad being like rah, 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 rah. And then basically falls asleep next to the corpse. Mm-hmm. Like, that's great. And then wakes up the next morning and the corpse is just staring at him. And Elijah just casually looks at him, turns the head, closes up the body bag, end of story. 
Yeah. <laughs> Super cash. Yeah. So after that, he's on his own bed now, presumably lazing off the hangover, as <laughs> definitely been there before. Yeah. And <laughs> we all. something with the wall where he's like, what is this? Ooh, a hidey hole. So he opens it up and he's like, oh, there's this stuff in it. And here's a, it's a photo album. Oh, look, there's mom. Oh, there's me. Oh, the, wait, that doesn't look like younger dad. Daddy? younger dad doesn't look like older dead dad so he goes to compare the thing like the picture and the corpse he's like yeah that's that's not him and then he keeps hearing the banger clang or whatever so he goes into the living room which honestly has a great view i would like this house really yeah so this house like you kind of have to climb rocks to get to the house Mm-hmm. I guess. Like it's pitched on a cliff-ish. Like a yeah. short cliff. It's beautiful and it's rustic, but not in like a not in like the quote-unquote like manly rustic. Yeah. No, like he actually described it pretty well when he's like, it's like a spaceship from the 60s. Because it does have that flower child kind of vibe to it. Yeah, it's kind of um, mm-hmm. UFO shaped. Yeah. But it's all very like a uh, unfinished wood on the inside it is really nice mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when he um moves the coffee table pulls back the rug and sees that there's a dungeon yes like just this big metal hatch in the floor and i'm like why would you open then go down the hatch okay now this is where steve and i differ because what were what so okay, so you thought Dad was going to be alive. Then we find this. What did you think was going to be the situation? Um, I figured that was gonna like someone was going to be down there. Elijah was going to get grabbed, and then like our normal kind of torture porn thing just starts. Okay, so right up until the point that we saw pictures of like the actual father. I thought the whole thing was going to be that Elijah Wood dad, Elijah Wood's dad, Jesus, dies. But here to find out, his dad had like been whole, like had all, an entire family, you know, it was like hiding people in the basement. Mm. Like that situation that happened over in Europe like 10 years ago where that man like yeah. kidnapped his own daughter and then raped her and then had like eight kids that lived in this secret cabinet. That was in Germany too, wasn't it? No, that was... No, somewhere Nordic. It was nearby. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> it was nearby. But I, so I, that's where my mind went. I was like, oh my gosh, he's been like hiding like mole people, essentially, you know? Mm-hmm. So he goes down there, he's got his flashlight, and he finds what turns out to be his actual father. Actual Shane- daddy up in what looks like a doomsday bunker thing and the dad's like oh yay you came for me okay you've got to get me out of here and then they hear people upstairs or at least a person yeah and he's like, okay i know you i know you just see me for the first time in forever but you have to kill whoever comes down here they're coming they're coming to hurt me you have to kill them yeah, and like not Go panicked, high. just like in a very like, this is what needs to happen. This is what you need to do. Yes. 
So <laughs> hipster Elijah Wood goes and hides in a closet. <laughs> a- appropriate. <laughs> and this guy comes down who we learn his name is Jethro, which fits him very well. Yes. Because he's vaguely British, has long hair, kind of a kind of a deadhead looking kind of dude, but like a like a more well put together Alice Cooper. Isn't Alice Cooper well put together Alice Cooper? I don't know. <laughs> Alice Cooper like golfs. I don't know what that has to do with being well put together. I just... <laughs> I, I assume if your soul's dead, you play golf. Is that how that works? That that does track. Hmm. Golf. Anyway. <coughs> Joking on Steve slowly dies before my eyes. <laughs> Fitting. <laughs> And it's recorded, so it'll, I, I can always watch it later. <laughs> for funsies. Just for kicks. Just for kicks. <laughs> um, so, no, yeah, so he's in the closet. Jethro comes down. Um, I think he's, like, asking where the money is, right? Yeah, he's asking where the money, and he takes a pen out of a bag where he's like, you know what's, you know what's smeared on this pen? Extrament. Not excrement. Like, I, excrement. It's like, I, I think you mean excrement. He's like, shut up. Blah, blah, blah. So he's telling the dad how he's going to stab him with the poo pen. And then because there's poo on it, he will get infected and die if he doesn't get it taken care of. So. And Dis- disgusting, so but actually, very well thought out. It It is. Like, even down to keeping the pen in a bag, which... Originally, I thought he just kept it in there to make sure that he didn't get any fingerprints or something on it before using it. But I was like, oh, it's smeared in poo. That explains the Ziploc. See, I went into more detail. I was like, okay, did you just, did you poop? And then you smeared it in poop? Did you shove it up your butt? (laughs) That. Were you wearing gloves? He was wearing a glove. No, 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 no. When he did it. Yeah. One would assume... I don't know what Jethro's into. Well, choking. We find that out later. So there's that at least. Big time. (laughs) Anyway, so he stabs the dad with the poo pen. He's like, ah, kill him, kill him. Then Jethro's like, wait, you're not alone. So he goes and opens up the closet and Elijah Wood makes a attempt at being valiant and trying to get Jethro. He does not succeed at all. And Jethro's like, screw this, I'm leaving. So then the dad's like, oh, he's going to go get the hunchback. We have to get out of here. And at this point, I was like, okay, this has turned. I am more comfortable with this now. I'm enjoying this. Whereas like, not that I was not enjoying it, but I was disappointed there wasn't a family trapped down in the basement. <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs> Still, I mean, we all have our things, I guess. Yeah. Um, oh, and then the the dad reveals to Elijah Wood that after he had left him and his mom, 
he had gone to Bangkok, gotten involved with the Jethro and a couple other people who were there, and they decided to have some funsies, including up to kidnapping the daughter of the richest guy in Thailand. Yeah. And then dad absconded with all of the ransom money. So that's what Jethro and his buddies are after. And Alasha was just like, my entire life has been funded by kidnapping. Okay. (laughs) Which is is great. Then the dad's like, okay, we have to get me out of here. So you're not picking the lock. This isn't working. All right. You'll have to dislocate my thumb. Which Elijah Wood then attempts and eventually does. Yeah. So he dislocates the thumb his uh-huh. pointer finger. Yes. Does he do the middle finger or no? I think just those two. Because after he dislocates those two fingers, he looks up and realizes, oh, the chain holding him is just easily tied off on the wall over there. We didn't need to do this at all. Yeah. So a chuckle to me and made me go, okay, there's some humor here. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. So dad has been. Uh, poked by a shit pen his thumb and pointer finger are broken and like the left right side of his face is all kind of fucked up because he's obviously been beaten up a little bit Mm -hmm. and we find out once they get out of the murder dungeon that oh he's missing an ear because he was the guy that the other guy had kicked the ear off of and Elijah just like, well, that's okay. We can go back and get it and they can sew it on. And he's like, no, you can't. I ate it. It was either eat that or drink a shot glass of the semen. And Elijah Wood's like, why wouldn't you go for the semen? I mean, it's got way more protein and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, now this is entertaining. We are talking about the health benefits of semen. This is delightful. And the dad's like, um, no, it was yellow. Just don't judge me for my choices. This is where we are. <laughs> It was a very funny conversation. I was like, okay, I'm in. (laughs) Yes. So then Elijah's like, okay, I have to go pee. So he goes into the bathroom to go pee and sees a very large guy sitting there listening to something delightful on his headphones. I don't know. But he's like, oh, shit, which is what the guy was doing. So the guy gets up and starts to come after him, somehow managing to have toilet paper like clenched in such a way that the toilet paper just keeps following him around the house a nice touch which is very funny yeah so elijah wood's getting the crap beat out of him by this big guy and his dad's like on the floor like kill him kill him like it's you or him you have to do something so eventually elijah is able to get like a meat fork or something and goes to town stabbing this guy in the junk like like repeatedly yeah it's like a switch flips like he repeatedly steps this guy there the guy staggers back and then elijah grabs the next closest thing to hand which is a roll of saran wrap and just starts bludgeoning the guy with the saran wrap and at that point i was going could could you actually kill some like bludgeon someone to death with cling film as mary berry likes to call it um he takes some of it he wraps a bunch of it around the guy's face so the guy 
asphyxiates, but then once the guy falls to the floor, he just continues bashing his head in with this thing until there's like a good dent. And I was oh. like, he showed more verve there than in the entirety of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> just putting that out there. Well, Plato, you know, you really have to mold it. <laughs> He really got well molded in this film. But yeah, like it was insane. Like he, he was getting the shit kicked out of him. And mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, something like finally flipped the switch and he just he just went to town. Like all of the anxiety and all of like the mm-hmm. everything that had been building up, his what he thought was his father almost killing him just like comes out in in this guy. Yeah, it's like, okay, you you stab a dick and then in for a penny, pa-bam. Yeah. So he finally gets dad outside and so so the outside's like all rocky. So they they're hiding behind rocks because Jethro comes back. Mm-hmm. With a flaming crossbow. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I realize if you're gonna use that indoors, that is a stupid place to use that, but hey why not yeah i mean i think jethro's for up for the like the why not you know what i mean i think yes like like very much so so he finally so there's he he finds both of his friends are dead um he doesn't find the other guys so he's just kind of like yelling out there because elijah wood realizes that his uh tag on his luggage has the address where him and his mom lives Mm -hmm. and jethro also shouts out the address and so yeah which is why i'm like that's that's dumb and i learned when i went to belize last year i just put my name and email on the luggage tag Hmm. so that way if it gets found or lost or somebody takes it it's like they just have the email so that way i would be able to get my luggage back but they can't be like hey this is where this person lives let's get them that's a that is a valid point Yay. <laughs> yes, I will be changing my practices shortly. <laughs> and be sure to change the change the code on your locks from one, two, three, four, five. Oh, it's cute that you think I have locks on my suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> I don't because they just cut them off anyway. Yeah, it's I'm like, just like, listen, if somebody wants to sniff my underwear, at least throw me a 50 in there, you know? <laughs> Do me a solid, okay? I mean, if you leave a solid, then you could probably charge 50. I'm not going to shit in my underwear. <laughs> At least not intentionally. <laughs> We've all been there, guys. We've all been there. Yes, we have. Um, <laughs> you weren't a real volunteer in the Peace Corps until you'd shot yourself. I don't have any excuses. Um... <laughs> so <laughs> so real dad is like you need to go and fucking kill Jethro so I didn't so he, uh so Elijah Wood crawls into the trunk mm-hmm. and this is where Elijah is now he crawls into the trunk my thought was like dude because he's driving like an older model vehicle and I know it's like uh-huh. so you have to like suspend believe here but i'm like dude you don't fucking crawl into the trunk you're not going to be able to get out you crawl into the back seat wait until that fucker crawls in and then you just choke him Mm -hmm. 
No, that makes that makes sense. But hey, he's able to get in and out of it with relative ease. When they get to the cheap motel that the guy was staying at, he's able to go into the front seat, grab the crossbow, immediately fires it off into the trees like a useless moron. It's great. <laughs> he's a practice uh, shot. Did he have any other bolts for it, though? No, I don't think so. He was kind of <laughs> fucked. And meanwhile, on the way to the motel, Jethro was ordering a prostitute to come meet him. So Elijah Wood is there trying to get back into the trunk, maybe to find another bolt for the thing. And the prostitute shows up. So he's like, hey, 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 you don't know me, but could you do me a solid and just leave the door open when you're leaving? And the gal's like, what the hell? Fuck off. So he goes off, he tries to get a room at the motel, which is apparently booked solid with a bunch of geologists, a.k.a. Swingers Convention. It's so random. And this is like a dinky-ass motel. Yes. Like, like your typical, oh, driving across the U.S. movie, this is where we happen to be staying. Yeah, like super, super tiny. So a, a bunch of tiny little things happen. Um, but Elijah Wood eventually gets the key to the room mm-hmm. that he needs to go into, the room next door. Right. And he also grabs um, one of those pointy things where they put receipts and tickets on. <laughs> yes. What is that yes, called? Does. does that have a name? Um, Probably. Okay, it's a pointy metal stick, okay? Yes. So, well, I guess first he, he tries to go into the room where the guy is staying, but the uh, the bolt's mm-hmm. on it, so he can't get in. So then he quietly goes into the room next door because he knows that the rooms are connected. So he goes in there and he sees three naked people lying on the bed sleeping. He's like, okay, cool. It takes him a while, but he starts unlocking the door and... The TV goes off. It wakes up the naked people. They're like screaming at him, right? So he Mm -hmm. finally gets the door open. He goes in there. Naked people still screaming at him. He sees that Jethro is being choked by this this woman. He's getting choked. Yes. Sorry. A little distracted. I think we might have the tornado sirens going off. It's probably fine. Okay. Well, we're almost done. We'll wrap this up. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But yeah, so the lady's like choking him and then uh, basically Jethro is like, hey, lady, like grab him because she's mm-hmm. obviously a very physically strong woman. So she grabs Elijah and, she, and I think in her mind, she just thinks Elijah would is just being like a total fucking creep. Yeah. Until Jethro's like, you know what? I'm going to kill you here, and then I'm going to go kill your mommy and tell her that you don't love her. And so he stabs him in the side a couple of times with the pointy thing, which is like a six-inch metal spike on that, so it's not insignificant. And then he goes to stab him what meant to be through the ear, but instead he gets him through the cheek. So he's just kind of kebobbed through the mouth. (sighs) Yeah. And... Like the woman... And the woman that's holding him is, like, freaked the fuck out. Yeah, because she's like, great, now I'm an accessory to murder. That's going to get me however long that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and during all of this, the naked people were still uh, standing there screaming. Yes, as naked people are wont to do. So he passes out, the guy leaves. 
prostitute choker lady is going shit, shit, shit. But then Elijah wakes back up and just walks out to go follow him because before this, he had poked holes in the guy's tires. So the car wouldn't be able to drive all that well. So Elijah gets to the door to see the guy driving off. You hear driving, driving, skid, 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 crash. So Elijah kind of hobbles his way down the road after the guy. And the car had crashed into a like big arrow sign for a burger place, mm. which happened to be where the thank you bag came from. Because mm-hmm. they had the same tiger thing on it. And the arrow is just like straight final destination in through the front windshield. So yeah. he just reaches in, like the luggage tag, okay. But then sees that the guy, Jethro, is walking down the road. So he hobbles down the road after him and they start having a nice little conversation because as it turns out, part of Jethro's skull was shorn off so his brain is like fully visible. It's just so exposed. Yeah, and he's like, oh, your mom was a prostitute. Her actual name is Annie. I slept with her too, but then I went soft because she reminded me of this British politician. Super random. And Elijah just just looking at him with those big doe eyes that he has, and he just Mm -hmm. casually takes the metal spike out of his cheek and then just kind of bloop, just gently slides it into the guy's brain, and the guy's like, falls down dead. It was pretty fantastic. It it was. I was like, hey, good, good on you. And somehow he was able to hobble his way back to the house and the beach where his father was lying there. And he's like, hey, dad, I've got something to tell you. I make, feel like it makes me a bad person, but I never let mom get over you. So they have this like father-son bonding moment at the end. Yeah. And you think, you think dad's dead because he doesn't say anything. But then mm-hmm. it pans and you see their hands and like dad reaches out and hold, you know, holds a son's hand. And then that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Like right after that, there's a quick clip of like a family home video of a stuffed tiger mm. and then like a kid running towards younger dad. And, and yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, it was a good, it was a good movie. It, it was. It was just like Which, a, re- a really good movie. This is a great like introductory film for, you know, certain friends and family. Yes. Absolutely. This mm-hmm. is this is normal person messed up. Yes. Yes. You might show this to someone who just like only watches Transformers movies and they watch mm-hmm. it and like, oh, that was that was weird and, and uncomfortable. It made me feel funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you just and then you can go, have we got movies for you? <laughs> What's that quote? Such sights will show you. I watched, I watched Hellraiser again recently. <laughs> Talk about a movie to make you feel uncomfortable. Actually never seen it. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's where the saying come to daddy comes from. Ooh, lovely. <laughs> pretty, pretty sure the one guy keeps saying come to daddy. Oh. God, it, that movie's fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> Well, guys, I think uh, I think that's about it. Steve, do you have any um, wrap-ups? Um, 
Not off the top of my head. I think for the heck of it, I'm going to go upstairs, grab my ruby slippers, just in case. Mm. And then, yeah, call it, call this one good. That sounds good to me. All right, friends. Thank you so much to listen to. Yes. Thanks for listening to us, friends. Even though there we, we go, there's we, syntax. We don't know how to speak. I was an English major. <laughs> oh, isn't that terrifying? It is. It's terrifying. I cry every night. So, guys, while you are out there, make sure you give us a like or a thumbs up. Find us on Instagram. Give us a review. Tell us. Exactly. Give out our podcast to random strangers on the street. Be careful. Be safe. Love one another. And if I don't blow away, we will see you again. Oh, we'll see you so soon. Keep it trashy, my friends. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Slight addendum, because I forgot to talk about this earlier, but really into the soundtrack of this movie. I'm going to have to look up some of the Thai or whatever music that was. But, so, the movie's over. I'm jamming out to the music and the credits as I'm putting away my work computer and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, see, it scroll down far enough where it says, special thanks from director. To my dear dad, whose death and embalmed corpse started this wild ride. It's funny that you mentioned that because right before we got on together, I I went on to IMDb really quick. The whole thing happened. So um, his, I, I just read it really quick. His dad died and his dad's partner thought it would be a good idea to bring the embalmed body home to find like closure. Uh-huh. So kept the body there for a week and like, dad's friends and stuff were coming over and so like the friends were were telling stories about his dad and he was like i felt like i didn't know my dad at all like they were talking about a completely different person oh yeah i was like well that's interesting wow and from that this movie guys that's how our brains work (laughs) apparently is that how your brain works out there That's interesting. (laughs) You shouldn't tell that to someone. It's like a fucked up door of the Explorer. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, door of the Explorer is a fucked up door of the Explorer. (laughs) Got a fucking backpack that she talks to. Oh, does it talk back? Yes. Oh, God. (laughs) It does. Just like Kimmy Schmidt's backpack talks to her. And then she marries Daniel Radcliffe. Full circle. (laughs) And if you don't know what I'm talking about, watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, you fuckers. (laughs) Oh, I need to. It's called balance, guys. It's called balance. Sometimes people have palate cleansers. And Steve, I think we briefly talked about this. I I think we did. Sometimes you need a palate cleanser. So if you watch a movie that makes you 
think about how awful the world is, sometimes you need a palate cleanser. What is yeah, that for you? There's, there's plenty of Bob Ross on YouTube. There's a great channel on there. Ask a mortician. She is delightful. She is wonderful. But maybe you're maybe you're too you're like, oh my gosh, I can't handle any more death. Cartoons. I love to watch a good cartoon. Mm-hmm. Really fond of Pinky Malinky. It's about a talking hot dog. <laughs> it is made for children. There's a there's an episode where he adopts a feral cat. Ooh. And then the feral cat remains feral and rips off the top of his hot dog head. Um and everybody is just in horror. <laughs> as well they should be. <coughs> Regular coughing, not dying of corona. Hope everybody's being really good about the social distancing, washing their hands. Ooh, this is actually kind of a good opportunity. I can say whatever I want and make her listen to it in editing. <laughs> <clears throat> fine. It's fine.